0: Hello, guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Made in Wisconsin Family Podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie, and I am thrilled to have you with me today. As the leaves turn vibrant chains of red and orange and yellow, and the air becomes crisp and cool, it can only mean one thing fall has arrived here in Wisconsin. And the arrival of this beautiful season comes with the treasure trove of cherished family traditions and in today's episode we're going to delve into some of our favorite family traditions and rituals that make this time of year so special stick around we're going to get started okay guys so don't shoot the messenger here on this one but i wanted to share with you if you're not aware there is only 76 days till christmas Yes, that dirty word came out of my mouth in October, Christmas. Well, the reason I bring it up is because over the next two days, October 10th and 11th, Amazon is having some really awesome Prime Day deals. They're bringing it back again for two days. Don't really ask me why, because I don't really know. Um, But from the previous years, I will tell you, I I am a very early Christmas shopper, okay? I will start shopping in September, October because I just don't want to wait to the last minute. It's just how I do things. But I have noticed for the last several years that prices for things in October are far cheaper than they are in November, even on Black Friday sales. So with that being said, I'm just reminding you and throwing this out there, Amazon deals tomorrow the 10th and the 11th, Tuesday, Wednesday, Wednesday, they're gonna have some big deals on lots of big things, especially electronics and toys and some other things. If you would like to, I am gonna share a few things on my Facebook and Instagram. Just some random things that we use for school, just some fun Harry Potter stuff. And both of my girls actually helped me design a um, like fashion board for each of them. They picked some fun like fashion things that they liked or some special things that they liked. And so I'm sharing those with you as well. Um, not a lot of stuff, but just a few things for fun. So just wanted to share with you and happy shopping. So at the beginning of every episode, I promised you guys that I would share a resource. And if you've been following me for any time, you would know that I love Jessica Waldock and all things the Waldock way. We have several of their unit studies. Um, we have several of their Who Was units and she just is doing this homeschool life fabulous. Um, she does have an only child, so if you have an only, um, you may want to follow Jessica. She gives lots of tips and um, how they do homeschooling an only child. Um, but if you go over to her page, The Waldock Way, you will find that Jessica shares every month some really awesome freebies. And this month is particularly special. She has all things um, as far as um, all things about a pumpkin, like learning about how the pumpkin grows, the inside of the pumpkin, like dissecting a pumpkin, all the things. She's got Halloween goodies, um, coloring pages, just an abundance of awesome freebies. So if you have not signed up, over at the Waldock Way for her email um, to subscribe. I would definitely do that, especially this time of the year. Um, in the next episode, we're going to start chatting about um, holiday schooling a little bit. So I just wanted to throw this out there. They do holiday schooling the best, I would say. Um, and to be frank, that's kind of how I've gotten inspired with doing holiday schooling because it's just fun. So Check out Jessica Waldock over at the Waldock Way. Her and her husband, Kevin, are awesome. They have a daughter, Emily. Their daughter's actually the same age as my oldest, and so I've been following her really ever since we got started homeschooling. So that is my resource to share with you. They do have lots of unit studies that they sell. Um, She has a whole YouTube Channel that is full of wonderful things. If you are interested in potentially doing a morning basket, a themed morning basket, I would also check out their YouTube page. She does fabulous morning baskets as well. And she's got some great examples and themed ones, especially Christmas, Thanksgiving, Halloween, um, and lots of different topics. So the Waldock Way is my resource. And in this episode, we're going to jump right into. Uh, really our fall um over here at Maine Wisconsin Family we are getting into all things fall so I want to talk about creating that cozy atmosphere I know in the last one we talked about creating an environment um for learning and the I'm talking about the kind of like warm inviting spaces it just makes you want to curl up with a good book and a hot cup of tea um um, Huga is actually, I just wanted to chat about this for a second. I didn't know about this. We had a lady at our church that kind of mentioned this to me. So Huga apparently is the Danish term that embodies coziness and contentment and well-being. And it's all about like blankets and like um, coziness and creating this warm, cozy like atmosphere in your home. And so that's kind of why I I just mentioned that because that's kind of really what I wanted to do for fall for us. Um, Just, you know, having uh, warm, cozy blankets and fall decor and honey sweetened tea and a crackling of a fireplace. And so you just kind of picture it, you're surrounded by loved ones and you're wrapped in soft blankets and whether it's curling up and watching a movie or reading a book with the candlelight dancing across the room. This is how we want to kick off the fall season in our house. It kind of sets the tone for the months ahead. It's that just creating that warm atmosphere, um, not only for your house, obviously, but for your homeschool environment as well. For us, um, obviously it gets so cold here in the winter we kind of have to just like hunker down inside um but before we get to that place we are enjoying the weather of fall so we're still outside a lot we're just transitioning to that cozy environment inside but this weekend this past weekend we did um do one of our favorite things of course which is go to the apple orchard. And so that was something that we have done every year. We go to the same apple orchard, excuse me, LaPatrick's here in Poinette. And I apologize if you say it differently. Um, I think everybody kind of says it's a little bit differently, but that's what we say. That's what we call it, or that's how we pronounce it. Anyways, so Our tradition never gets old. Every year we head to that same apple orchard. We go ahead and we taste all the fun apples. We run around, they have a bunch of fun play stuff. There's literally a boat buried in their backyard. Yes, a big fishing boat is half buried in their yard. And the kids just absolutely love to go here and play. There's giant tractor tires buried, there's goats, there's chickens, there's kittens running all over. The, of course, there's the apple orchard, and they have a fantastic store that has honey and apple butter and all different kinds of apples. And we always go there and, you know, we walk through the orchard, we get some cider, we indulge in the mouthwatering delicious donuts that literally is my favorite thing is going and getting those apple cider donuts. I love it every year. Um, when I grew up in Michigan, actually we had Wired's Orchard and it is now this massive place full of all things fall um, from, you know, early fall and apples through Halloween. Um, they just have, it's just this massive thing. Um, but I did, we did always go there as a kid and that's kind of what I remember most about fall and I really really loved it and enjoyed it and so I kind of wanted to bring that tradition of course with my own children here in Wisconsin so we are lucky and blessed to have all these wonderful places around us and you know the orchard obviously is not just about the apples and the cider and the donuts but it's also creating these lasting family memories with our kids letting them run and play play around around this area seeing these goats and just being surrounded by like the bountiful harvest that is the fall season you know when we're out and we're doing this kind of stuff we're also talking to them about i'm talking to my my first grader about you know let's take a look outside let's see what what's going on in these seasons right now let's look at the trees what's happening let's observe nature what's going on? The the harvest is ready for the apples. You know, um, the leaves are changing. It's getting a little bit cooler in the morning. There's some dew that we're noticing. We're seeing these signs of fall. And so we're talking about this nature stuff as well as having fun and playing outside and creating these family traditions that, of course, we love so much um, and that we'll continue to do every year because it's just something that we really, really enjoy. So you've done the apple orchard thing and you've had a lot of fun with that. I know we always do. And then, so our next place that we usually head to, of course, is the pumpkin patch, especially this time of year. Um, usually it's safe to get pumpkins when the temperature dips a little bit. I know my children always wanna carve them right away. So back a couple of weeks ago when we had that really uh, warm like 80 degree days, my children were wanting pumpkins. And I said, no, because of course, like I said, they want to carve them right away and they're just going to rot. And I'm going to have to throw them away and get more. So we waited. Um, we actually haven't gotten them yet. Um, we usually like to do the pumpkin patch as well, depending on our schedules, of course, but that is one of those things that of course, every year we do it. So, we have not done it yet it is on our list for upcoming weekends to do and we have actually had several different ones in the area that are pretty awesome i know there is a very large one over in the beaverdam area Waldvogel's. it is a lot of fun we do enjoy that one however last year we went there were so many people you guys oh my gosh it was like an over just an abundance it was overwhelming so um If anybody knows me i do love people i love getting together and socializing however i recharge by being alone (laughs) and so that was a very overwhelming day for me i needed to be alone for like four days after that no i'm just kidding but really it was there was just a lot of people so we're trying to find some other local fun places to go to and there are some in poignette here a couple of different places Um, that we'll probably grab pumpkins from and just have a casual day. That's just one of those things that, you know, we love to do as a family. And um, usually we will grab pumpkins from a local farmer or um, some local kids that have grown them as well. But we do like to go to the pumpkin patch and just spend time together. It is just about, this time of year is about just spending quality family time. You know, I heard a podcast the other day I was listening to and, and a guy said, um, you know, the family that stays together, stays together. And it's it's kind of ironic to say that, I guess, but the fact that you don't spend time together, you don't get to know each other, you're not building those bonds, you're not building those memories as a family. And that is really what being a family is about. Um, and just really instilling that time with your children and showing them that they're important. I think that if you take anything away from this, just know that this is about showing our children that they're important to us. You know, we work, we're on our phone, we're on our computers, we are distracted, but these things that we do with them, we're creating those, you're creating those memories as as a parents here we literally have someone's childhood in our hands you know i heard that somebody say that um a little while ago and i don't remember who it was but i just it really hit me to think that like someone's childhood is in my hands i get to create someone's childhood and i want to create a beautiful childhood for my children and you know this month it is, of course, there's all the spooky things and all the Halloween. And we I have had a conversation with my children. We, we do participate in Halloween and that's to each their own. Um, but we have had some deep conversations because I don't, obviously, A, for me, I don't want them to ever feel like they missed out. But B, I also want them to understand the history of it and the history of what is what, what are witches and demons and like, What is this all about? What is that? We have these conversations. I talk to them. We talk about, you know, what is magic? What does that look like? You know, is it, is there such a thing as good magic? We've had all these conversations. And like I said, to each their own, you have those conversations with your kids as you see fit. But this month I thought, um, I did pick a Bible verse for us to memorize and we've been working on it and it is, from the 23rd Psalm, it's Psalm 23, four. And it is yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. I thought about that verse. It was just kind of something that jumped out to me and thinking, you know, this time of year is all about fear. And I want my children to know, I think we, we talked about this in a previous episode, I don't ever want them to be afraid. I want them to understand that God is there and he protects us and he keeps us safe. that doesn't mean that bad things don't happen because they do, because we live in a fallen world where people have free will and they can choose to do bad things that affect those around them. But I, of course, am trying to do my best here to instill faith in my children and to help them understand that they don't have to fear that God is, will always be there to help us. So that kind of goes back to just creating those family foundations and moments where, you know, this is my child's childhood and I'm trying to help create a wonderful childhood for them. Okay. So let's chat about one of my other favorite things about this time of year. And that is baking. The smell of freshly baked treats wafting through the house, you know, we can't resist whipping up some delicious apple crisp. We've done chocolate chip banana bread. Um, you know, usually those bananas that are sitting on the counter and they are way past needing to be eaten. Well, banana bread, you're welcome. That's what you do with them. Um, and one of my oldest daughter's favorite things that I make every year is death by chocolate chip zucchini bread. Now, I will say don't knock it till you try it. Basically, you cannot taste any of the zucchini, like at all. And it just tastes like chocolate cake, which is probably why she loves it so much. And, you know, one of the best parts about us whipping up all these fun treats is that really you get to share them with friends and family or save some for later and That just kind of when we throw some of those things in the freezer that just kind of ensures that you know the taste of fall lingers on throughout the season Mm -hmm. and i will say the one thing that we just made this week that i think is fabulous so like i said um if you guys don't know i'm going to transition into harry potter school and talking about that in just a minute but we actually baked um pumpkin pasties so if you read the books you know that pumpkin pasties is like this thing that's, um, on the candy cart in the train when they come through. And then in, in the great hall, you know, when Harry's there for his first, you know, the sorting ceremony, everything, they have pumpkin pasties. Anyways, we made pumpkin pasties and they're really just like a hand pie with, with pumpkin puree in the middle. It really just tastes like honestly, pumpkin pie. And um, we make it with, um, pie crust and we just kind of fold it over. You cut out a circle, you put the pumpkin puree in the middle. Obviously you mix in some spices and stuff, but then you just fold it over and you seal it with like a fork and throw some egg wash on it and bake it. And it was fantastic. So my oldest didn't love it, but she's not a pumpkin pie lover, I guess. So news to me, you know, one day they'll like something and the next day they don't, but dad and i and elissa we all thought it was fabulous so that kind of transitions me to our next topic which is one of our funnest things that we've done the last couple of years and that is we add a magical twist to our fall tradition and that has been to do harry potter school so um i know i had mentioned at the beginning of the episode the Waldock way they do have a harry potter unit study Um, This year we decided to do uh, Barefoot in the Trees um, unit study for the Sorcerer's Stone, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, which is the first book. And really, we kind of want to read through all the books. I will say I have both of the unit studies from both Barefoot in the Trees and The Wild Dark Way. To be honest, I like them both just about the same. Um, I'm very artistic, so I was drawn to the art and the Barefoot in the Trees, myself personally, but some of the writing prompts and some of the creativity that has gone into the Waldock way I really like. So to be frank, I probably would say I like them both the same. But with that being said, if anybody has ever had any interest in doing Harry Potter school or your kids like Harry Potter, I would totally recommend this. And you could also just have fun with this and do it outside of school and just read the books and just, have fun doing this outside of school. But recently um, we did go to Florida and we got to visit Ollivander's wand shop. That was a lot of fun. Um, We get to walk down the street where they had Honeyduke's candy shop. So basically we walked Diagon Alley and we got to immerse ourselves in all things Hogwarts. So that was kind of our kickoff to our Harry Potter school, I guess you could say. Um, we did get to ride the new Hagrid's motorbike ride. You guys, that is such a fun ride. Holy smokes. And it's one of those things where you don't expect it to go as fast as it actually does. I know there are just some twists and turns and it, it never goes upside down or anything like that, but you are, you know, leaning left to right pretty far and you're going pretty fast, I would say. And there's just some really awesome aspects to that ride that, I just loved, and um, my husband was kind of jealous, but hopefully we'll get to go again at some point. Um, It's not like it's cheap, but it was a lot of fun, so it's definitely on our to-do list again. But um, So we're deep diving into all things Harry Potter with the Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, and really, it really ties in well with our nature study because we're really going to focus on herbology, which of course ties into all things nature. Um, We're looking at trees and leaves and um, our nature study this year is exploring nature with children that is the curriculum that i got that we do on fridays before our nature walk and honestly our nature walk we do on fridays with friends um the friend who hosts it does um, give us some little um, a lesson before we do nature walk as well so they're kind of getting a double on fridays um, which is totally fine and we usually end up doing a craft Um, I'm a very crafty, very artsy, crafty kind of person. So this week um, we did all about leaves. And um, we went outside, we picked some leaves that had fallen. Obviously, um, we didn't get crunchy ones because they're just going to crumble all over your house. But we did grab some leaves that were still pretty pliable. And we pressed them onto some air dry clay. And we, my oldest daughter didn't want to make a bowl. So we did find one giant leaf. It's going to look so cool. Um, I'll probably throw up a picture on my Facebook page this week, but we're going to paint it. So I like set it in a bowl. So when it dried, it's going to look like a leaf bowl. It's going to be really cool. And then my um, my oldest daughter just did a leaf press. And so she'll just paint that. Um, she didn't want to make a bowl, but that has been a lot of fun. Um, just really, Honestly, in elementary years, focusing heavily on nature is has been pretty simple, and honestly, that, that's really what we've done. Um, I kind of struggle with science sometimes, just in general. This is a little bit of a tangent, but um, I, I did have a conversation that was really good with some of my friends last last week about nature study and kind of how Charlotte nation, charlotte mason excuse me approached nature study and and science with with children so i'm kind of looking into that 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 seems pretty pretty simple and actually almost what a little bit what we've been doing um but just to give me a little bit more structure and some additional resources i'm I'm really interested in doing the the amble side um way charlotte mason um for science for especially for elementary at this point Um, It just seems like it's going to be simple, easy, straightforward. And honestly, you guys, in elementary school, how much do you remember from science? I mean, really? (laughs) There was a quiz on the radio the other day, and they were talking about um, what is the the middle of the cell called? It's called the nucleus. What is the... (laughs) It was just some different random things, and I was like, it just like unlocked a core memory for me. And I was like, oh yeah, I remember that. We like, watch the Magic School Bus, and um, <laughs> remember that from that episode. Um, but really, just trying to keep it simple here. So, obviously, kind of rolls into my nature study that we're talking about. So this time of year, it's just so much fun to do all things nature study. Um. And we've discussed topics like the fall harvest moon, changing seasons. We've read some fun, different books about autumn and fall. We read a really cute one today called *The Scarecrow*. And um, I've just kind of taken my daughter outside and said, especially my youngest, and said, "Hey, let's let's walk, let's let's take a walk and look at the trees. What do you notice? What do you see? And let's look around and." Let's look for signs of fall this morning. When we woke up, there was frost on the ground. So um, just kind of pointing. And, and then, of course, by the time the sun came up, there was dew. And so just kind of pointing out to her how the seasons, how how the, it changes. And um, we did talk about the fall equinox and the spring equinox. And what does that mean? You know, the equal um, amount of light in evening hours and that's kind of what that is and sometimes in we did discuss you know in pagan traditions that that's like a celebration to them but, but um obviously we don't do that but um you know we've discussed all of these fun things and it has been an excellent opportunity for my first grader to better understand the world around her and my eldest gets to dive into more advanced nature concepts And the best part is we get to play in the great outdoors with our nature walk friends and we get to forge connections and memories that really make fall and these traditions unforgettable. So as the days are growing shorter and the nights are becoming crisper, I hope that by us sharing our family fall traditions inspires you to help create your own special memories and moments with your children and embracing this um, hygge style of creating warmth and a cozy environment or baking or visiting orchards or the pumpkin patch, or even if you decide to embark on a magical journey and do Harry Potter school or explore the wonders of nature, there is something truly heartwarming about the traditions that fall brings. So grab a cozy blanket, pour yourself a cup of tea, And join us in celebrating this beautiful season here in Wisconsin. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Maine and Wisconsin Family Podcast. If you have your own fall traditions or stories that your family usually does this time of year, I'd love to hear from you. Feel free to reach out to us on social media or through our website. And as always, stay warm, stay connected, and stay tuned for more family adventures right here in Wisconsin. Until next time, guys, thanks for continuing to listen. Thanks for continuing to forge connections as homeschoolers. It's always awesome to hear from you and to help me build this wonderful community here of homeschooling parents in Wisconsin. Thanks for listening. See you next time.